Good morning, everyone. Wow, what a day. We have waited so long for this. You can just feel the energy and excitement all around us. And there's a group of folks lined up already last night, and the feeling was just palpable, the excitement. For 412 days, our park has been closed. And throughout that whole time, this color guard has raised that flag in honor of our country and to provide some sense of hope that the Disneyland Resort could open up again. And I want to thank the color guard and the security team for doing that every day, to be that beacon of hope for all of us. But I'd also like to thank all of our cast members, because your spirit, your persistence, your patience in trying to get us back to a position where we can open up is very much appreciated. But it's most appreciated by the throngs of guests that are outside waiting to come in. Because we're not just another place, we're not just another theme park. We're something special, and we're something special because of all of you. Because you bring magic to the world. Hello, and welcome to That Park Life Podcast, where we bring our own special dose of magic to the world. I was just going to uh, say, I'm Greg. Greg, Greg, you bring magic to the world. Oh, what a, what a what nice up, thing everyone? to say. What up, everyone? It's Beth here. Beth Ruan. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather say that than just Beth. You know, it sounds more fun. But anyways, I'm here. It We're all here. Uh, yeah. Some exciting news. Disneyland is open. Um, yes. There's just some nice things happening. People Mover is back open. I was real excited for uh, Hot Dogs. At Disney and Hot Dogs on the People Mover, I was like, "Yes, he gets to be back at it over there. Um, so I was excited for him and also excited for myself, if I can be selfish for yes. a moment, because I um, talked about it on Pat Chat here earlier, but I am going to spend a day at Disney. Just a day, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to take whatever I can get. That's right. She's taking That's what right. she can get. Super excited. It's not going to happen until like a month, but um, it's going to be real hot, so I'm going to sweat it out, but I'm going to be happy yeah. while I'm doing it. Well, you should be excited. It's nice to have something on the scoreboard for you, something on the countdown yes. clock. So you got something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You got about four weeks before you're here. Post-COVID and world, it's a big y'all. Deal. Post-COVID world. Post-COVID. Yeah, like we're we're emerging into a post-COVID mm-hmm. world. I don't know if anyone else out there is like me, and I was glued to opening Disneyland coverage. Mm. Um, we were watching people live stream from the cast previews on Wednesday and yeah. Thursday. We were watching people live stream from the you know opening. We were watching some of our West Coast vloggers that we usually would watch. Was it just a bunch of people like sobbing into their cameras? Is that basically what it yes. was? Yes. And then people <laughs> like me sitting at home also sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that I would be so emotional about it if I didn't have time as a cast member because I think it's not only is it like the most exciting thing for the guests there, but just I can only imagine what it's like to be a cast member on the West yeah. Coast who for sure. they've been out out of the business for over a year, whereas here, you know, we started to, to get called back in June, which was, you know, three months, mm-hmm. and they've gone 400-some-odd days of not of not being able to go out there and make their magic. That's insane. This will be in the history books if they even make history books anymore. Do they even make te- yes. textbooks anymore? I'm like, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I mean, Let I feel like know. everything should be digital, but I'm sure yeah. textbooks still exist. Well, I guess everybody um, has to have, like, a Chromebook or something now. they got to have some kind yes. of – but I'm curious what they use for, you know, like, textbooks. What's the equivalent? Because we're that old now. <laughs> Are textbooks even a thing? Gather round, children. In my day, we had to carry around these big old books, and sometimes we had to cover them with paper. 
oh my gosh, the paper, the brown paper bag yes. from the grocery store, we'd have to cut up and yep. cover the textbooks. Yep. And I'd have to write science in the front of it so I didn't forget which freaking book it was. Which I was like, how did they differentiate? Because some years it had to be the brown paper and some years it could be like the actual like fun color paper that they made that was like sticky. Yes. Yeah. Contact paper we had to contact use. Contact Like yeah. you could line your shelves in your kitchen cabinets yeah. with it or you could and put it on your, your self-cover textbooks. Yeah. Like what? So ridiculous. Anyway, um, I do want to tell you about something that happened while we were in Galaxy's Edge recently. Um, but before that, I do want to shed a little light before we get into our big topic too. Yeah. Um, because I know that it's a different kind of topic for us, but I feel like what we're talking about today with Shannon when she comes on in a few minutes is still really important. And I know many of the visitors of these parks and parks worldwide, but, you know, we kind of concentrate on Disney World, are dealing with things we don't always get to see or things we can't see. I thought it would be helpful to shed some light on one aspect, one single aspect, that being dealing with anxiety and seeing if we can come up with some ways to navigate the parks while dealing with anxiety. And I also think that it's important to address what it's like to be the family member or a significant other or to have someone in your traveling party so maybe you kind of get your eyes open a little bit as to what they're dealing with, what you can do to help them yeah, and make sure. it the type of place we want it to be for everybody, which is everyone's having fun. Everyone is welcome, like Walt said of his yeah. original park. And I think once we talk to Shannon, you'd, I think you'd be surprised at some things that go through her mind and other people's mind when they're in the parks. Because I know like, My mind. you know, <laughs> yeah, on your mind too. And and um, she always gets that that thought process going for me because she'll post something on Instagram. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we have a little bit of an eye-opening experience with that too. And I think that this might be your first time hearing about this kind of thing. And maybe it's not your cup of tea and that's obviously okay. And I think you might be surprised that there are probably a lot of people in your life who are dealing with this. Yeah. So maybe you might want to check it out. <laughs> Especially yes. in our post-COVID world. Yes. And if this kind of thing makes you feel a little uncomfortable, I think that's a good thing. I think mm -hmm. outside the comfort zone is where the growth happens. So this might be a good place for you to start. And if it's totally unappealing to you, feel free to fast forward a little bit. Hit that little 15, 30 second <laughs> button. Yeah, we have our normal uh, dog and pony show coming up. We have our news, our history. We got some Disney jokes yep. for you, which I know we, we talked about last week. We have this week. So we got all that all that fun stuff coming your way. Because if there's any way that we like to deal with awkward things, it's with humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anytime I can get a cheap dad joke Story laugh out of, of you, life. I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, back to Galaxy's Edge, all yeah. the way on the planet of Batu. We were um, hanging out in Galaxy's Edge semi-recently, and Nicole and I were just like, you know, walking around or whatever. And we're like, it, is that John Stamos? So I've always wanted to run into Celebrity. You may remember that I, I ran into one years ago. We talked about it, I think, on our first Disney Potpourri episode. Mm -hmm. But um, we were like, no, there's no way. So we were like, well, let's get a little closer. Like, you know, yeah, we're not going to approach. We're not going to say anything. And we get closer, and we're like, oh. No, it's not him. Oh, He's yeah. actually much younger looking than John Stamos could be. Like, there's just You're no like, way. Well, congratulations on your beautiful face, though. I mean, yeah, great. like great you look, you. You look like God looks Stamos. great. Has anyone ever told yes. you from John Stamos from far away? <laughs> yes. So we're like, whatever. So we give up, and we're still walking closer to where this guy was because we were we wanted to get like a nice picture. It was like that time of night where um, it's not quite sunset, but like it's approaching. So like the sky is yeah. like starting to turn like that nice blue golden hour. Some people golden call hour. it. Golden hour. Yep. And it looks really nice over there on the Millennium Falcon, the big like tower thing next to it. And when we get closer, we realize it is John Stamos. <gasps> this freaking guy looks so good and so young that I we know. thought it wasn't him. Like, there's no way he's still looking like he's in his 40s. I don't. I want to know what death becomes her pill he's taken because <laughs> the man doesn't age. You know, he's he doesn't age. 
He was in a full suit with like sneakers, like tennis shoes on, which yeah. is like good for him. I don't know how he wasn't sweating. We didn't bother him or anything, by the way. Nicole is a huge Mary Kate and Ashley fan from like back in the day, so she <laughs> wanted to go up to him and be like, "You you knew Mary Kate and Ashley? Tell and, us what uh, they were like. <laughs> what were they like back then when they were you know also, you're gorgeous. losing their teeth? Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I, there's a lot of there's a lot of celebrities that have been visiting lately. Well, it makes sense because Disneyland has been closed. So if you want the right. Disney feel, you gotta come here. Yeah. But um, later on, we saw he was doing something because he has a show on Disney Plus that's out now. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. And um, he had filmed some stuff or recorded some stuff while he was here. Okay. Not in the park necessarily, but he was doing yeah. some other some I other saw, work. Like, but Serena Williams was there, and there was some yes. like other um, some other music artist that I didn't recognize, but they, like it was all like Star Wars stuff too. Yes. And y'all, side note. If you're there in time, I, guess, I don't know if it's over. The food offerings that they had that were only from like, it's only for like a few days, I feel like. And it's uh, right now, if you're listening to this, the day the episode airs, this is uh, May the 4th. So may the 4th be with okay, you. So it for. is for just a short number of days. Yeah. And a lot of the limited time offerings end on Wednesday. So tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, well, oh, this is a news nugget. But I was like, nope, because half probably most people won't be able to get there to get it. But yes. I did look. Some of those <laughs> offerings look good. I'm not going to lie. Yes. There was no shouting to John Stamos, like, John Stamos, I don't know if, I I don't know if people work. notice. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, it's not him. It's just some other guy. I always, um, whenever someone talks about John Stamos, I always think about, I don't know if you know the comedian Nick Swartzen. Yes. He does this whole bit about, like, when I die, I'm just going to, like, pay some, like, random celebrity to come. And it was, he's like, I'm just going to, like, send a letter, like, send a bunch of money to John Stamos and be like, look, if you just show up at my funeral, cry, and then leave. Like, that's all I want you to do. <laughs> so he does this whole bit about, like, oh man nick he's gone is that john stamos like <laughs> were they brothers <laughs> were they just really good friends oh it's just funny anyways that's all i, oh think, of when I think of john stamos but good deal celebrity sightings i i have had like lower celebrity sightings like people that me? i know are well really <laughs> well, that me one day <laughs> you were top of my list no but it'll be like doug will see someone and be like oh that's so-and-so it's like a wrestler and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. but it's not like everyone's flocking because it's a big you know what i mean yes so, well, because of where we live, there's some wrestling things that happen here. The greater Orlando area, there's there's yeah. some like uh, kind of constant activity here. Mm -hmm. And um, we have seen some of the more lower tier yeah. professional wrestlers, yeah. let's say, um, come like the shop in our Publix. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just be like walking around. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, God, it's him. Before Shannon joins our conversation in a moment, quick shout out to World Traveler Trading Co. over on Etsy. There's a link to the shop in the description of this episode. It is your place to get some awesome key fobs. There's new stuff being added every week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I'm going to switch right now. I've been using for a long time my vintage Disney, like the vintage Walt Disney World D logo that used to be on the the fabric of the back of the monorail seats. Yeah. I think now that uh, uh, it's been a while, I'm going to change over to my snacks of Disney World. It's got the Mickey pretzel, the Dole Whip, yeah, the like chocolate dipped Rice I'm still going treat. strong with my Spaceship Earth one, but I feel like I need to swap it out. I need to look at her stuff and get some new things. Um, you know, need to freshen it up for the year. Got to freshen up. You want to do it before your visit to Disney in a month. That's right. Also, Mother's Day is coming up. These are great little Mother's Day presents. Oh, yeah. Uh, get then that Father's Day is right after that. So, And you can use our code, and it is that park life and save you some yes. moolah. Without any further ado, let's welcome Shannon. Shannon, welcome. Welcome. Hey, guys. Yay. Would you believe... That it's been almost a year since we had your husband Red on um, at that time. When we, no, two years. Two yeah, years. I was like, it's longer that than that. we did the, uh, we invited him into the preview Galaxy's of the Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's blowing yes. my mind. 
Isn't that crazy? Yes, time is just flying by. A lot, obviously, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> so <laughs> um, let's let's talk about some stuff. And I mentioned earlier in this episode about how this is a different topic for us, but I'm still really excited about it. And especially to be able to talk to you, who I know you're pretty open with what you're going through um, when you share that kind of stuff on your Instagram. But first, a little background for everyone so they know a little bit about you. You work at a theme park. This happens to not be Disney. You're working over at Universal. And I'm assuming things are going well. You said it out loud, Greg. Yeah. Who should not be named. <laughs> the, <laughs> the theme park that should not be named. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do work at Universal. Um, it's good. Um, you know, I'm... I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a little over the mask yes. fight mm, that yeah. I have about 50 times a day. Oh my goodness! Other than that, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Are people still getting like real saucy with you about it? Oh yeah, and it's yeah. always the same like four comments. Like, you think I haven't heard that one? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, clearly I make the rules, so let's just have this <laughs> fight right here in the middle of a park. <laughs> Oh, yeah, me personally. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please take out all of your anger from the past year on me. That's because I deserve yes. it, right? Thanks. <laughs> Love you, mean it. So in addition to being a regular at Disney and a regular at Universal, you also work at one of the parks. And I thought it was interesting to, to bring that up. So you're, I feel like you're constantly surrounded by theme park life, whether it's at work or in your personal life. So I feel like you're super qualified, at least in my mind, to, yeah. to have a conversation with this about this with you. So... Um, let's let's get into it a little bit. Walk me through like a typical day when you're going to Magic Kingdom, let's say. Like what's going um, on? Um so it's mostly just like my a lot of my anxiety comes from having people immediately around me. Mm-hmm. Um it just feels very overwhelming. Um I it's like it's kind of like I can feel the energy kind of in the air. I know that sounds like super hippy dippy, (laughs) but it feels like the energy level of other people is affecting me and it just feels overwhelming. Um, so when we like say we're going to magic kingdom, which is actually an especially difficult one for me to go to, which is funny because it's my favorite part. Yeah, I get that. But it's, it's, that one is particularly challenging because of the TTC situation. Um, so since they reopened, it hasn't been really that bad, uh, but we normally go later in the day to the parks just because morning is kind of my more nervous time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because I haven't fully woken up. I don't have a lot of food in my system. Um, I'm a little dehydrated from sleeping. So it's just one of my like weird times to go. So we go in the afternoon, we'll park, we walk in, we don't usually take the trams because we're fast walkers. Yeah. So we, we walk in. Um, the first hurdle was always security for me because there was always a line yeah. and people were always on top of each other. Yeah. So that one always kind of gave me like, ooh, I'm just going to go to the, like, the short line. There were days when I'd be like, I can't even deal with this. And I would just give whoever I was with, whether it was like my mom or Red or like a friend, just give them the bag. And just be like, I'll meet you on the other side and I'll just go through the no bag line. Okay. With the way that it is now, it's actually really great because all I have to take out is my water bottle and like the sunscreen Mm -hmm. and then I'm good to go. Well, camera too when I take it. Mm -hmm. So that's actually, they've solved that problem for me. So now it's just the like stress of like covering my forehead from the sun so that I don't (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Don't score high on my temperature check. Um, 
so they, they solved that problem for me, which is actually great. So I don't really get a whole lot there anymore. I'm sure if I went for like a rope drop, it would mm. still be pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but with how fast it moves, I haven't really had an issue with that. Good. Yeah. I do not do the monorail. Okay. Cannot do the monorail. Um, when we first moved here, my mom and I went to Magic Kingdom, the, just the two of us. And I said, oh, this was before we started the ferry. But we're like, oh, we'll just get on the resort monorail because the the like regular direct express monorail was really long. So we're like, let's just go get on the resort one. Like it's fine. And we'll make a few extra stops. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we get on, we get over to the poly and we sit there for a while. We're like, okay, this is kind of unusual. The doors close. We get halfway between the poly and Grand Floridian and it stops and starts going backwards. Uh Oh, oh no. <laughs> and it does this about Four times, what? back and forth, back and forth. Whoa. And we were like, what is happening? And I'm like, I'm in there like freaking out because like it's a small space. Mm. Um, I'm just like off the charts. Like, and there's people like in the thing with us yes. because this was the before time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like packed. There was people on top of us. Like, I'm just freaking out that we're like never going to get out of this thing. <laughs> Finally, they get it going. We stop at the Grand Floridian, and there's a part of me that wanted to just like get out and be like, yeah. "Let's just go somewhere else." Yes. Um, but my mom had convinced me to like stay on. <laughs> so the doors close again, and I'm like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> we go. It stops between the Grand Floridian and the Magic Kingdom for like a few seconds, and then it starts going again. And then we get to the TCC, and I like run out the door. And I like wait on the platform for her. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I don't do the monorail okay. anymore. The thing that I was kind of funny about it, though, is that they had played it off um, that there was like a kid with them that was like having a birthday or whatever. They're like, oh, we did that for so-and-so's birthday. And I was like, that is garbage. Yes. Yeah. That is garbage. You're like yelling, yeah, this is garbage. garbage. Your little kid's like looking around like, what? It's not? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care, kid. That's not what Freaking I wanted. Out. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Avoiding the monorail, taking the boat is easier for you. Yes. Have, have there been times where the boat's been like not running and you've had to do the monorail or no, you haven't run into that yet? So the only time we ran into that was, um, coming out of the park. Okay. Um, there was one day when I had stayed to take pictures late and we had missed the last ferry. Okay. This was actually um, once they reopened after COVID. So we mm. um, had missed the last ferry and we're like, okay. So instead of taking the monorail, we were able to take a bus. Okay. okay. That's good. Yeah. So the bus, for some reason, the bus does not really bother me that much, even there was there was a lot of people on the bus. Um, but I think in my mind, I know that it's just a short, like, minute and a half drive to where they let us off. Yes. So I was, yeah. like, okay with that. But for the monorail, it's like, well, this could be five minutes. It yes. could be right. 30 minutes, and I could get stuck. So right. If you're stuck. You never know. The nice thing about the bus is if for some reason there needed to be an emergency stop, you can get yeah. off of it. You, you, can, can, you, can, you get can't get off, get off the monorail. Can't get, yeah. I can't get out. No. Yeah. I Cannot get, get out. Definitely the ferry mm -hmm. for me. Um, when we get off and head to the turnstiles, it's always either look for the shortest line, look for the passholder line, mm -hmm. whichever one is moving faster. Um, and yeah, it's basically just a game of avoid other people as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm a, definitely a fan of social distancing. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs>
I like that despite all of that. So obviously, you know, Disney's a crowded place, even during the, you know, this time when it's at a lower capacity for crowds. So there's going to be buildup of people at either the entrance or certain, you know, attraction queues and whatnot. So kudos to you for still for still going, for hanging in there, for still doing mm-hmm. the things you love to do, because it's important. And, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this um, who also deal with anxiety and, and live with it and are working through it probably think that same thing too. Like, is it even worth it to go sometimes? You know, you miss out on some things. You're not really missing anything with a monorail. So I hope you don't think that you are. Normally, yeah, the air conditioning is not really working that great on there. So I feel like the smell. Yes, it's. Yeah. I mean, they've been they've been refurbing them and they look nice, but they the smell is still there and the air conditioning still isn't that great. Yeah, it's just a better experience. Okay, in my opinion without the enclosure mm-hmm. and it helps because like so, so like the crowd part is only one of my triggers like the heat is definitely mm. another one mm. if I feel like dehydrated at all nope game over yeah um whether or not I've eaten is a huge factor so like there are levels hence why I always have a sandwich yes yeah. always got to have a sandwich yeah. yeah so there are definitely there's a lot of factors that go into it but the number one big one is definitely like the crowds yes i don't i don't want to minimize or even make light of your sandwiches but i'm laughing because every time that i've been in the park when you're there you've always had a sandwich ready to go it's like pulling and i've probably eaten it every single time you've seen me i've probably eaten it yeah yes and i just think it's funny because i also bring food it's not normally a sandwich it's some (laughs) other like prepackaged garbage i probably shouldn't be eating but it's always funny though there's shannon with her sandwich yeah. Um, I want to go back <laughs> to um, maybe not so much your experience in the monorail because I know you're not going to do that, but there has to be times when despite your best efforts, despite all of your planning and kind of knowing what to do, there's going to be a large crowd. And you mentioned one of your triggers is that large crowd. So what do you do? So do you have any tips you might be able to offer for people who are also dealing with this kind of thing? Like what does Shannon do in the event of big crowd? Yes. So... Um always look for the the shortest line period um it's gonna make you a little nervous to kind of look and scan that crowd but Mm -hmm. just look and see where the shortest one is definitely if if there's none usually going to the outside line works best for me so then i'm not particularly in the middle of the crowd um I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. There are times when we have rolled up somewhere and like, there's just a bunch of people everywhere. And I immediately am like, no. Yeah. Um, And we just turn around and leave. Another thing that works. So if I'm, we're already in the park um, and I start to get that feeling, I always carry my headphones with me. Um, I found that music works really well. Actually the um, tree of life like background mm. area, yeah, yeah. you say yeah. that like the little like chimes and like bird noises and the yeah. waterfall work really well to calm down my anxiety. So if we're in that park, we like, just go sit in that area and it calms me down. Um, but I have it saved on my phone. Nice. Um, yeah. A little YouTube ingenuity there. Um, it's saved <laughs> yeah. to my phone so I can just pull it up and play it. And I use it like when I'm driving, I, that's the only thing I listen to when I drive. Um, if I get overwhelmed, I listen to that. Um, I also listen to the Illuminations music. That Ooh. calms me down, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so definitely just finding those, like, calming tones to kind of, like, bring sure it back Disney, into center. I'm sure Disney is like, you know, we have to have, like, some calming music because, you know, our parks are, like, crazy with people. So we need to- <laughs> that's probably, like, the whole reason why they engineered them the way they did. I'm sure there's, like, yeah. some kind of scientific method to it. Um, I was going to ask you about the boat. When you do ride the ferry, do you go upstairs? Do you stay downstairs? What's your typical move there? 
We always go upstairs. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I typically... don't like being downstairs because the windows aren't big enough. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you're not having to deal with strollers as much up there. Uh, so. Not so much lately. People have really taken to just carrying those right up the steps <laughs> with the like, kid in them and everything. <laughs> I'd be like, no, we can't have strollers. <laughs> no, <laughs> get a spray bottle. It's not so bad when they go up. It's when they go down the steps oh, that yeah. makes me very, very nervous for yeah. the child. So yeah. nobody's fallen out yet that I've seen, but right. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely always upstairs. Cool. And always to the back so like when I come up the steps always to like the back left okay if that makes sense yeah yes. yeah 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 for whatever reason I'm just more comfortable on that particular side I think I stood there once like when we first did the ferry and I was like okay yep this is my spot now <laughs> yeah and then I just that's what I do is that I go and I have a good experience in that one spot in this one environment yeah and then that's how I am every single time I have to be in this spot because this is the spot that doesn't make me freak out yeah, yeah. what do you do if someone's <laughs> gonna... in your spot are you like oh sorry mm-hmm that's my spot. No, and no. If there's somebody there, we'll just kind of like go to the other side. Yeah. And just kind of do it that them. way. But if, just stare at them. Huh? <laughs> <And just laughs> Intimidation. You're in my spot. It's like Sheldon on the couch. Yes. yes. I'm literally going to be like, it's like Sheldon. You're like, that's my spot. <laughs> just stare at him. If I was in that spot and I look over and you and Red, especially Red, if he has his arms crossed and he's looking at me, I'd be like, oh, I, I guess I need to move. I'm, in, I'm not like, clearly sorry. in someone's spot. I'm clearly in Shannon's spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it doesn't happen very often because of the times that we arrive at the park. We usually are able to get that spot. Going out, for some reason, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Going out, it's like wherever is fine. But going in, it's always there. that spot. Yeah. Okay. I could see I that. I know. it. As I say it, it all sounds completely insane. But to me, it like makes sense. No, internally. I totally, it, make, it totally <laughs> well, makes sense to me. I get it. Like it doesn't and sound thinking like about it. Yeah. And thinking about it on the way home makes sense that it's a little bit easier because it's, it's the end, right? You know that yeah. you're like at the end when you land on the ferry, that's it. Like you don't have to worry about the yeah. opposite, which is when you're on the ferry. That's like the beginning of all the things that you're looking to, to, to kind of yes. avoid. Um, let me ask you. So you mentioned if you see lines, you know, kind of look at the outside line, see if that's better. At least if it's an outside line, chances are you probably have less people on one side, I'm guessing, than on the other. Yes. So does that type of thing apply when you're going into like a theater of some kind, like PhilharMagic? Do you try to get an aisle seat, so to speak? Yes. Um, so when they were doing the um, the pack the theater full, move all the way down, um, we would either talk to the cast member. When I say we, I mean like mostly red because <laughs> I'm too scared to talk to people about yeah. it. Cause I'm always like back in the corner, like, Ooh, they're going to judge me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so red would go and be like, Hey, this is what's up. She's nervous. Like, can we sit on the outside of the row or can we like wait for the row to fill and then just occupy the last two seats? And then he would take the like inside one next to the stranger danger. Mm -hmm. And then I would take the outside okay. one so yeah. that if I had a moment where I needed to get up and leave for any reason, I could literally just pop up and run out the door. Yeah. Okay. You're not um, having to be like, sorry, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Sorry, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> the idea of being trapped in there mm -hmm. with no way out it freaks me out. Okay. Um, so I just want to have the ability to know that I can get up and move. Um, if they 
do not accommodate that. We literally just wait for everyone to sit down and then we scooch in. Um, We have, we had to do that. um, The last time we saw Indiana Jones, they were squishing everybody and they were not being very forgiving. Wow. (laughs) So we literally just stood up against the back of the like walkway. And then once everyone was situated and they stopped letting people in, we just literally sat down right on the edge of the row and nobody bothered us. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, I usually don't do PhilharMagic. I don't know why. But yeah, usually it's the most, like those theater situations, Frozen, we never sit in the middle where it snows just because I can't be in the middle. Yeah. Which is so tragic, but (laughs) it is what it is. It is what it is. Now it's a little bit different because there there are spacing in between, but you're still in the middle. So there's an opportunity for you to be quote in the middle of the theater, but not have anyone next to you because you're usually it's four yes. seats on and and three or four off kind yeah. of a thing. But still, you're in the middle of the row. Right. I haven't tried it since they've been doing the social distancing stuff. Um, the theaters that we have gone into, we've been lucky enough to be in the very back row where they usually do the handicap seating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if I just give off a vibe and they're like, you two, go back there. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, thanks. Um, we haven't had to deal with it since then. So I don't know. I'll have to, maybe I'll try Frozen and be like, I need to be in the middle with no people. Okay. Yeah. And see so, if that works. Yeah. So um, sounds like PhilharMagic is not your thing. Are there some attractions that are your thing? Like, are there some Shannon-approved safe attractions? Well, I would say it all depends on, obviously, what what triggers your anxiety specifically. Yeah. If it's, you know, dark, dark enclosed spaces. Um I, we all know I particularly love Frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, Frozen, <laughs> Frozen is one of those like safe space things for me. I hate the queue, mm-hmm. but I love the ride, and it's mostly because I just have a really deep connection with that one. Mm. Um, so it's just immediately like, Calming. yes. Um, I usually like cry every single time we go on it just because I feel it so deeply. Um, And I'm usually so nervous. And then we get in there and it's like, she's singing about me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, You know, I, I, I love pirates. We always sit in the back of the boat. Um, We request to sit in the back of the boat. We always request to sit in the front of the boat on frozen, especially now that they have the dividers up. Okay. I always want to sit in the front. Um, pirates, I always want to sit in the back because I just don't, for some reason, don't like having people sit in the back of me on Pirates, but it's okay on Frozen. I don't know. I, yeah. Just just go with it. Yeah. Um, I don't do roller coasters, so I can't really talk about that. I don't yeah. do Tower of Terror, so I don't really have any advice for that one. Do you not do um, them just because you're, you're not a fan of them, or do you feel like it's just a, more of like a triggering thing? Uh, no, I don't do them because I get motion sick pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I just don't feel like dealing with that yeah. during like, did they, so, um, oh, rise of the resistance. Okay. We rode that one time, um, since we've reopened and done this whole thing. Yeah. Um, that the queue on there definitely made me extremely uncomfortable just with how tight it was. Yep. Um, and then the, the jail cell room. Forget about it. Yes. Forget about it. Literally, Red had to stand there and be like, the door's right there. The door's right there. I was like, there's no door there. Where are you seeing this? (laughs) And I'm like in there like freaking out, clawing at the wall. Oh, yeah. And it popped open. I like ran out. (laughs) It's like, get me out here. Yeah. Um, But for that one, definitely the advice I would have 
for that since they're not doing any sort of like DAS accommodation for that line. Yeah. Um, definitely just keep in mind that there is an end to it. There is open space at the end of it. Yeah. Um, literally once you're in that room, it's a just count it down five, four, three, two, one door pops open. You're good to go. You mentioned the DAS pass or whatever. And I think a lot of people don't even know that that exists. So I wanted you to kind of, if you didn't mind kind of overviewing yeah. that, what that is, what it's used for. Um, cause I think I've actually, I actually reached out to you before about, it. I had some friends that visited cause they didn't know that that was a thing. And it was, a, they were like, it was the best thing ever. It was such a huge help cause they had a little one with, um, high anxiety and just some things. And so I um, wanted to ask you a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, the disability access service, the DAS pass, um, is for people who need alternative access to the attractions. Um, so what it is, it's kind of like a virtual wait. Um, so what you do is you stop by guest services, you talk to them about getting an accommodation for it. They won't ask you specifically what the problem is. They can't ask you specifically yeah. what the problem is um, outright. Uh, what they will ask you is things like, how does the line affect your condition? What makes it so that you aren't able to stand in the regular queue? Um, and then if they determine that that is an appropriate accommodation for you, they will grant you access to it. You can get up to six people on it. If you have more than six people in your party, you just let them know and they'll do some sort of magic thing and yeah. do that. But I've never gotten with more than six people, so I don't know yeah. what that is. You were like, um, that's part of that's part of no for me. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I'm not going with more, more than, than people. Like, six people is too much for me to yeah. just think about right now. Yeah. I don't even know that I have like six friends to go all together with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but once they get you set up, you um, go to the attraction that you want to ride. Um, you ask the cast member that's out front um, for a return time. They tap your band, and it could be any person in your group um, can go up and get the return time. They'll tell you, hey, return at this time, which is usually the length of the queue. Um, and then you go, do whatever makes you not nervous, if that's mm -hmm. possible. Go get a snack, go chill, go watch the Tiki Room stuff. Mm -hmm. um, come back, and then you go back to that point where the cast member gave you the time, and you say, hey, we're back. They have to tap the person, um, the person's band or puck or card that is linked to the DAS. So, so for me, I always have to okay. be the one that taps into the attraction first. Yeah. Um, and then it pops up on their screen. They verify that the photo that's on their screen is me and they click yes. And then we go through the fast pass line. So Shannon, let me ask you. So let's say Beth and I were going to go to the park with you. What are some things that we can do to make mm -hmm. sure that you're having an enjoyable time? Usually for me, um, I get more stressed out if it's like people that I don't know very well or people mm -hmm. that I know are like kind of judgy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I just I feel bad because I feel like I'm ruining stuff if I do have to get to a point where I'm like, I need to stop, I need to leave. Um, so I always try to build like relationships up with those people before I go in and in a situation where it's like, okay, well, you're stuck with me now. Yeah. You're with yeah. me all day. And if you <laughs> see this side of me, then you see this side of me. It is what it yeah. is. It sounds like be flexible. Like it sounds like that's yes. kind of what you're saying is like, you just need to be flexible when someone needs to kind of change the plan. You right. Know I mean? Um, and I, I know that that's not always really easy on family mm -hmm. members. Yeah. Um, especially if you're here on vacation, 
we've done this before on vacation. Um, and I had what I didn't realize was a panic attack was a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. And I felt really bad because, you know, the people that I was with, my family that I was with was very disappointed mm. um, because we had mm. to leave the park because yeah. I just felt so sick. I just couldn't function. Which makes you feel and even I, worse because you're yeah, like, and I, is all I that's making it so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. I ruined the day. They did not make me like feel guilty about it, but I could yeah. like feel the disappointment. Yeah. Um. So yes, be flexible for sure. Um, even if it's, you know, your one vacation this year, mm -hmm. um, try and be flexible, work with those people. Yeah. And if you're, you're going like as a friend and you're here all the time, just be flexible. Yeah. Um, there's, there's always next time. Um, and if it gets to a point where you don't want to come with me because of it, then that's fine too. I'm not going to get yeah. upset. I understand. It's kind of annoying. I wish it wasn't a thing too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I totally get that. Um, yeah. Flexibility, definitely key. Um, judgment free, like safe space is definitely yes. key number two. Um, yeah. because yeah, I don't know about you. Um, but when I am in that headspace, if everyone is staring at me, yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels yeah. like everyone's is staring at me. They all know how I'm feeling. They all know like that I'm freaking out on the inside as a grown woman mm -hmm. freaking out in a queue line <laughs> at Disney right. World. Like, it just feels like everybody can feel that. And that's not, that's not even the case. Nobody even knows what's going on except for the person that's with me. Yeah. So. There is still a little bit, it seems like there is kind of like this stigma that's still tied to it. I feel like we are getting further along as a, you know, a society just with uh, mental health in general. So I think that's why we, we felt it really important to have this conversation. Um, one of the questions that I had too was is there anything that you can think of for other people like to be aware of around strangers in general, because you just don't know what people are carrying around. You don't know what kind of situations people are in. So is there something that you're just like, man, I wish people would just blank. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, the, the, the word that goes in that blank is be kind. Yeah. Be courteous, be kind, be understanding and forgiving because yeah. you never know what's going on. You yeah, really don't. I've had people give me really, really dirty looks. I've had people say things like offhandedly when mm -hmm. I go through the disability access line mm -hmm. of like, yes, it appears that there's nothing wrong with me. I am an yeah. able bodied individual. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just, you, the issue that I have, you cannot see. Okay. Right. Um, so like saying, stigma yeah. Is. yeah, saying things like that to your child, saying it in the line where other people can hear you is not, it's never appropriate. It's never okay. Um, and if you see somebody who is, appears to be struggling with that, um, you know, if you know them, Hey, can we go to a quiet space? Like, are you able to stand up and move? Can we remove you from the situation? Can we get out of the line? Yeah. Something, um, always just be courteous to other people because you, you never know what their dealing yeah. is. It's a simple think, request, right? I mean, it sounds yeah. like it should be a given, but it's not. And I want to kind of repeat what, what you brought up because I think it's so important. I think this is like the most contentious part of the conversation is that what you're dealing with is something that we can't see. And a lot mm -hmm. of times if we can't see it, then well, it must not exist, right? Which is so silly because that's not how things are. I can't see air, but I know it exists because I'm yeah. not stupid, right? <laughs> so that's really important to keep in mind in all of this is you don't know what's going on with someone. You probably don't know. I mean, I don't, how could you know unless you ask them? There's so no just, way, just yeah. like you said, be kind, be, curi be courteous, and just assume that they got something going on you can't see. Yeah, yeah. circumstances, everything.
one of the other questions that I had was, do you have your go-to spots in each park? That's mm -hmm. like your, okay, I'm having a hard time. I just need to take a break. We need to go here. You know what I mean? Yes. That's like your, yeah. So I, I feel do. Like those are good places to maybe have in mind if you're used to going to the parks or look up if you haven't gone to the park yet. I feel like these would be great spots. I wanted to hear what your recommendations were. Yes. Um, so the first one that comes to mind, we've already talked about it in this episode, is um, Animal Kingdom. Uh, the Tree of Life Garden. Um, front mm. or backside of the tree, it doesn't really matter um, because the music is calming. Um, the water is calming. There's always a place to sit. There's hardly any ever, like any people back there because people are just too busy trying to get to where they're going. So there's hardly any people. If you go to the back side, um, like if you're going to head to Africa and go around, like you're going to go to the water, there's actually fans back there. So if mm -hmm. you're panicking because you feel like you're too hot, um, yeah. there's fans right next to a trash can. So you can literally just stand there with the trash can um, and just yeah. get the fan and just like <laughs> cool down for a second. So I, that is like my number one favorite um, in Epcot, it's the it's the Odyssey building. What was the Odyssey building where they yeah. now have the Epcot experience? Mm -hmm. They have tables and chairs set up in there now, like 24-7. And you literally can just go in, sit down and get the AC, get something to eat, relax, listen to the like fun little Epcot mm -hmm. experience music that mm -hmm. goes off. Yeah. Um, you could eat your sandwich. You, yeah, I, your sandwich. I do all the time. <laughs> I do all the time. Snacks is life. Snacks, Snacks. is life. <laughs> Um, so that's the Epcot one for magic kingdom. It's actually the people mover. Um, I have, yeah, amen, that, girl. Has, amen. <laughs> that has been really hard for me. That park has been very difficult for me to yeah. handle without having yeah. the people mover. Um, because there's no real quiet place. There is a room, um, by the first aid station. It's like a nursing room or something that's yep. like quiet, so you can go in there and sit if you're just, you need to like stop for a second. Um, but the people mover is my number one in that park. The second like alternative is uh, the Tiki room. Oh, okay. That one is a little challenging if it's busy in there because it doesn't help if it's really busy. Um, yeah. But the people mover always like instantly calms me down. You sit down and you just get the breeze. So if you can make it through the queue, mm -hmm. good to go. And it gives you a solid, like, I don't even know how long the ride is, like five, five-ish yeah. minutes, ten-ish minutes mm -hmm. of just sitting, relaxing, getting used to the environment, and then going yeah. back out into the park. Good. Um, so yeah, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Yeah, I would think that that would be a little bit more tricky. This, that one I have a bit of a different relationship with um, because before... COVID, before they made all their changes and stuff, that was such a small park that it mm -hmm. always had the least amount of people in it. Mm. So when we moved here, that was the safe park. Okay. I would always be okay in that park no matter where we were. Um, but it, I would say like probably back by the lunch bay, just because it's so quiet. And when it is actually open, there's that nice like theater in there. Yeah. Um, you can watch the yeah. movie. You can just literally sit in the building and just chill in the air conditioning and nobody's going to be like, hey, you can't sit here. Get up and get out. Right. Um, so that's probably where I would go in that park. Um, the Muppet Theater is also another one. Okay. If you don't mind the show running, there are times when I will just go in and sit down and not put the glasses on or whatever and just mm -hmm. chill there. Just watch it without actually yeah. like participating in it. So that's another one. 
I'm sure Red loved the idea of the launch bay, by the way, because yeah. of the, the how it's currently a Star Wars launch bay. Yes, yeah, he, he, he's okay with that one. I've been taking some notes, and I have a feeling that others listening to this, too, are walking away with some really helpful information. So very appreciative for hanging out yeah, with us. thank you so much. And, and walking us through how you navigate the parks while keeping in mind anxiety and, and just... The idea that it's not just a typical experience, let's say, for, for every single person. It's different for every person, depending on what they're dealing with. Oh, before we go, can I just add one more thing? I do sure. want to put like a little like asterisk on this conversation. Um, yes. Because when we first got here, it was 2017. Um, and I couldn't even handle going to Disney Springs, like immediately would end in tears and we wouldn't mm-hmm. even make it like into the area without me crying and having to leave. So it has taken me that long to get to a point where I can manage this. So yeah. I just want to say, if you are dealing with this type of stress, absolutely. Please talk to a therapist, talk about your options, find professional advice, um, and go slow, go at your own pace. Do not, please do not just jump in and expect it all to be fine because you have these coping mechanisms that you got off the internet. Um, It takes practice and it takes patience um, and it takes really, really knowing your body and how you're gonna respond. So I just wanna wanna throw it out there. Everybody's journey is different. Um, I was able to do this by just exposure alone um, and making sure that I take care of my body, drinking a lot of water, getting enough sleep and eating correctly. Um, So it can be done, but everyone is different. So please, if you are dealing with something like this, please talk to a medical professional. And that's certainly not me or Beth. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know not. that we're a professional anything. So I absolutely, I got a lot yes. of opinions, but none of them are professional. Um, <laughs> but so Shannon, where can everyone follow you? Um, my Instagram is magical Shannon Marie. Um, it does cover mostly Disney, but some Universal as well. And if yes. we ever make yes. it to any other parks or places, it usually covers that. Um, I do have a Twitter that has some cobwebs okay. on it because I never <laughs> yeah. never go there. I'm like, um, oh, I forgot about Twitter. <laughs> I want to say it's Magical Shannon, I think. Okay. I Honestly, wow. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> and then I just started a TikTok channel. Yeah. Oh, look at you Get, go. Getting hip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Getting hit to the jive. What? What did and I say? And everybody know. was like, unfollow with that comment. Yeah. They're um, like, yeah. no, nope, not her. Not that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that one is Magical Shannon Marie. Um, and there's okay. like maybe four videos on there. So yeah, cool. it's great. Well, now we got something <laughs> else to look forward to on TikTok. Do yourself a favor and follow her on Instagram for sure, because she's not saying it, but her, photogra- her photography is phenomenal. Yes. Um, and so if you want some amazing Disney shots, you can follow her for that as well. And your yeah. stories. I love your, when you do stories, I'm like, oh, Shannon's out. I got to see what's yeah. going on. Tonight. So I do love it. Yeah. So I we try that. to keep it, keep it real. Cause we like to joke around yeah. in the parks a lot, but sometimes you can't always like, you always can't have it on. So I don't always capture yeah. it all, but sometimes I get some yeah. just real gold ones between me and red. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I got that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. Um, the photography, thank you for mentioning that, um, because that is also another way that I can focus myself. Mm, um, yeah. So if I'm out of control, pull out the camera, start yeah. recording, start taking pictures, just focus on this one thing that's in front of me and what's interesting about this one thing in front of me. So 
Yeah. Thank you yeah. for bringing and that it, up. Yeah. And it's an activity that you like, yes. and, you know, mm-hmm. which probably makes it easier. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like what meditation does, right? It kind of refocuses mm-hmm. your, your thoughts mm-hmm. to something that is I'm a little just bit like more imagining safe. you know, imagining you in the zone with your headphones in, listen to the tree of life and you're taking photos and you're just right? like, this is the day, you know? <laughs> I have actually listened to the illumination soundtrack while photographing illuminations because I couldn't mm-hmm. stand how loud it was coming through the speaker oh, yeah. before. So I literally <laughs> synced it to be yeah. at the same spot. So it was just in my headphones, but I couldn't hear anybody else. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm a nerd. It's awesome. fine. I, I think nerds. that's the best possible note to that's end right. on. Yes. <laughs> so, thanks again for hanging out with yeah. us. And we'll, we'll put your information in the description of this episode so people can find you more easily. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. I got two quick little nugs we can dip in some sauce and put in our mouths today. I was just thinking, if people are new to our podcast, they're probably like, what in the world did I just listen to? (laughs) Uh, If you go back to some of our earlier episodes, you will see that uh, our intro kind of came from something when we had my husband Doug on the podcast, and then it just kind of came into our intro. So there is a story behind it. It's not random, I promise. It is not random. Um, the moat around Cinderella Castle is being refilled. Um, yes, it's such a small item. That's why we're calling it a nugget. Yeah. But for the longest time, it's been empty. As the PhotoPass cast member said when I was overhearing him talk to some guests, he was like, I'm really, it's really unfortunate for you guys to see us with our skirt up for so long, which is his way of saying it's not show ready, I guess. <laughs> but like, the water okay. is going back into the moat. Yes, but that means that all of the things have been hung on the castle, right? Like they're done with all of yeah, the Yeah, I believe that they're done. Yes. Cool. And it's to me, in my opinion, I know not everyone agrees. They it's sometimes cool. I know people don't even like the color scheme change, but I, I think it's beautiful. It. Yeah. Love the okay. embellishments. Love the bunting. I think it looks I think it looks nice. Embellishments and bunting. That's what we talk about yes. on Disney. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. So. And lastly, second nugget, the Magic Mobile is now available for Android users. We know it's been available for iPhone users. Uh, and now it's available, let's say, for virtually everyone, because chances are you've yeah. got one or the other, or something from Cricket Wireless, and it's a flip phone, and I can't help you with that. But um, now the nice thing is once you have it set up, if you happen to go to the park and forget your magic band, which, by the way, mm-hmm. has happened, I've had to walk back to, like, as I'm walking out of the car or out of the room, I'm like, oh, no. So now you don't have to worry about it. You can actually just use your phone. Once you have it set up, you can use your phone to get into the parks. I did see that they have a sign outside of Haunted Mansion to help get you set up so that you can still get the on-ride photo pass um, photos and on certain attractions videos because without a magic band, you know, that's normally how it would pick you up. You have to make sure that certain settings are configured in your phone so that your magic mobile can still do the things that the magic band would do on attractions like Haunted Mansion where it just automatically links your photo pass. And now we go back in time for our Disney history, brought to you by The Mouselets, themouselets.com. Of course, you probably know them from Instagram, and they have a shop full of all kinds of fun and unique Disney items over there. Would you like to go first? Uh, sure. I'm going to go all the way back to 2007. This is Disney Field Test, a brand new hard ticket concept for the parks called the Disney 8th Grade Grad Jam. 8th oh. Grade Grad Jam. That's kind of a tongue twister there. Uh, it was a reservation-only event to help 8th graders celebrate the end of middle school, and it took place at Disney's Animal Kingdom in Florida. I did not know they did this. Uh, I did find a website that was listed that um, talks about like what they had to do. Uh, it, was, it says groups of 10 must have at least one adult chaperone, so you had to have at least like one chaperone per 10 students. But uh, it says, hop into music with good food. It says, hop into DJ dance party, delicious meal including burgers, dogs, chips, and dessert. 
uh, lemonade flowing by the gallons, and it says, sprinkle on top, a little Disney magic. Um, and it was like, send eighth grade graduates out on top of the world. So this was just like an event that they did. Um, like this one was at Hollywood Studios, but I guess the first one that they did that they tried to like roll out was at Animal Kingdom. Do you think that lemonade flowing by the gallon was a huge <laughs> selling point for these eighth grade hairs? Like, oh my I gosh, mean, they got lemonade. I know. It's like, uh, how about Coke products or Pepsi, whatever yeah. one y'all use? Like, that's what they want. Not stupid yeah. lemonade. Ices of some kind or something. Yeah. Because it's hot. I, um, and I guess, I mean... So, like, we went to Disney in eighth grade, so I'm curious how, like, but we went for, like, a course competition, so I'm curious how well, I mean, obviously, they don't do it anymore, so it's not, like, maybe it wasn't super well attended, but I'm curious how yeah. well attended it was. Yeah, and it really, was like, anybody can book a group tour, yeah. kind of, you know, a group event, so maybe this kind of made it more independent. I love it, too. It's like, your students can take part in a dance party, ride all the MGM Studios thrill rides, such as Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, because this was obviously for the Hollywood Studios one, but... Yeah. I'm like, dance party? Clearly, you've never been to a middle school dance. It's not <laughs> as much of a party as it is a split room of people just chatting. <laughs> yes. Or at least where I grew up, it was like one small section of, of dancers uh, grinding. Yeah. And oh, then everyone true. else watching and pointing. And then everyone else like me standing and not knowing who to talk to. <laughs> Greg, you have to that have was, room for the Holy Spirit in the middle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring us to something that happened this week in 2005. This was when the happiest celebration on Earth began. This was to celebrate Disneyland's 50 years, but it happened at all parks worldwide. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, this is when a lot of the parks changed, including Disney World. So I found a commercial about the happiest celebration on Earth. Ooh. And tell me what you notice uh, in it okay. and what now exists in Disney World because of the happiest celebration on Earth. Our biggest celebration ever, gang. I wish we could do something really special. Uh, Mickey, be careful. How I you... wish we could do something sort of unexpected. Guys, you really shouldn't. I wish we could bring in new attractions from all around the world. Soren, Cinderella Bration, the Motor Action Stunt Show, and more are now arriving from Disney parks around the world. Visit DisneyWorld.com for more about the happiest celebration on Earth. How'd that happen? When you wish upon... Come on, do I have to spell it out for you? So that was when we got Soren, which at the time was Soren over California. We got that from Disneyland. I was going to say, was it the crickets? Because, I mean, that's that's not new. Um, <laughs> yeah, Soren. But it was so quick. They were like, Soren, Cinderella, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. super quick. I guess they showed yes. it in the commercial. But yeah, Soren. Yeah, I wonder if anyone remembers that. Because it was a big deal. I remember thinking at that time, like, wow, we're, we're getting attractions from around yeah. the world. And the lights, motor, action, whatever, was mm -hmm. from Disneyland Paris. And um, Soren was from Disneyland. I remember watching the like Imagineer video about Soren, like how they like made it and stuff, but like behind the scenes, like how it yeah, was all yeah, put yeah. together. This is cool. I liked. Um, I enjoyed the Soren over California. Okay, well, see you guys later. I don't know why that started playing. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed the Soren over California, and um, and then when it changed, we were like, "That's cool," but we enjoyed the Soren yeah. over California. You know, Soren classic. Mm-hmm. All right, I think it's time to jump into some Disney jokes. It's been a while. I don't know how we've gone so long without doing I some know. Disney jokes. And this time, we both have some. That's right. And I Googled Disney dad jokes, so mine are going to be real good is what I'm Good. I can't wait. Preparing you. Awesome. All right, who do you want? You want to start? I want you to do all three of yours. Hey, Greg. Yes, Beth. Who's the funniest Disney princess? Who? Rapunzel. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, hey, Greg. 
Yes, Pat. What does Woody say when he walks into a German car dealership? What? Audi. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that one got me. I was like, that is it a dad did. joke and a half. I hate myself for laughing. Audi. And I guess last but certain at least, here cool. we go. Okay. Hey, Greg. Yes. <laughs> what is the Cheshire Cat's favorite drink? What? Evaporated milk. <laughs> what is happening to Earth that that was a dad joke? Uh, so good, so good. Oh my God! You know, all people right. love these Disney jokes. Are you happy now, people? Are you? Oh my God! All of my equipment is falling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hold on. Greg is okay. I just want you all to know that Greg is having a Beth day because normally when we record, I am like all over the place, and he gets to watch me melt down. Oh but today gosh. I get to watch him melt down, so it's been really nice Wait, for me. I know no one can see this, but you, Beth, can you just describe what oh I'm my holding God. up? Uh, basically, his microphone fell off of its stand, off the table, so now he's holding it. All right, everybody. Hold on. Let me just... And earlier, he tried piece. to say a sentence, and he had to say it about 10 times before he could get it out right. Much like my life in 2020 and 2021. Give me a moment while I piece this together. Hold on. Okay. It's because you're not wearing a podcast shirt today. Whew. Okay. Mic stand. Back up. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Truly a professional here. All right, on with the jokes. Hey, Beth. On with. Hey, Greg. How does Mickey make his hot dog stand? I don't know. He takes away its chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm so sorry. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Elsa. No, interrupting Elsa. Let it go. Greg, don't tempt me. You know I'll sing that whole song here. I know. I know you will. All right. Last and maybe not least, I heard this joke from a cast member on the monorail the other day. So first he said, um, he we were kind of like stalled in the station for a little bit. So mm -hmm. he just popped in a cabin without saying anything, looked around and just asked this question. <laughs> what did the ocean say to Ariel? And I said, nothing. It just waved. And then Nicole oh. booed me for ruining the joke for everybody. <laughs> And and it just it literally just came out of my mouth because we I actually said that joke once on this on an earlier episode yeah. of the podcast so I knew it was in my head so he came up with another one and now I've borrowed it okay. for all of you so Beth why must stormtroopers only use iPhones why they can never find the droids they're looking for oh <laughs> you're welcome say, everybody had to have something to do with droids oh my gosh yes you probably figured that one out and you're welcome everyone. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed this dose of uh, Disney jokes. Disney dad jokes. <laughs> we have a quote to end our episode, as always. Um, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. We are on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at The Disney Greg. I am at The Healthy Hot Mess. If you'd like to send someone a Magic Gram for free, give someone a little Magic pixie dust, Gram! I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people out there that you know that could use a little extra pixie dust this time, yes. given everything that's going on. It is free for you and free for them. You can submit that on our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. All right. A quote from Alice in Wonderland for you all. You're entirely bonkers, but I'll tell you a secret. All the best people are. All the best That's us. That's, we are. One of these days, we I'm going to get you to say it in an English accent. Whatever. 
um, that day is not today. It's not today. Clearly, it's not today. <laughs> it is not today. So with that, we leave you all. We hope you enjoyed this different kind of episode with us. And we yeah. look forward next week for a cast member chat. Woo! See you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>